Hello, everybody. This is Parrish Alford with the Daily Journal. I'm joined by Matt Wyatt. Matt, gosh, I don't even know how to introduce you anymore. Man, you're like, it, number one, it's been a long time. <laughs> number two, you, you, so many irons in a fire for Matt. So uh, how do I introduce Matt Wyatt these days? I, You know, Parrish, I don't know how to answer that either. <laughs> it, you know, you're supposed to be able to just very succinctly give what, what a one or two line little title there, you know, host a radio show. This. Yeah. And you're kind of in that world too. I, um, you know, I host a radio show every day, uh, that's on in, in Jackson and it replays in a couple of other towns in Mississippi. Um, of course I do the color analyst work for state football. Um, I make a good sizable, you know, maybe not a majority, but a, a large portion of my living doing video production projects and different kinds of things that I've kind of gotten into. So yeah, I don't know what you call it, just a guy scratching and clawing to put food on the table. Maybe that's it. Uh, how about Matt Wyatt, sports guy uh, from state with irons in the fire? Okay. How about Bingo. That? Sports, sports guy. Yeah. And I like I'll it. tell you, Matt, and we were joking about this uh, all fair just a minute ago, but, uh, you know, you were playing when I was covering state. And uh, then uh, I changed beats in 2002. Um, I think, Matt, this might be the first time I've asked you questions since like 98, 99. It, Does that sound it, right? It might be. You know, I'm trying to think if there was a radio, because you used to do a weekly show in yeah, Tupelo. Yeah. And I'm trying to think. I'm, yeah. I might have slipped in on that at some point. But um, you, yeah, this is if not the first, is pretty close to it since about 98. That wasn't that long ago. 98 was not that no, long no, ago, period. Like that was a long time ago. Uh, the younger people act like that was like uh, so long ago. But, hey, man, <laughs> you know, I, th I think the 80s were like just yesterday. Um, look, Me I want to talk to you about State's quarterback competition. Uh, before we get there, I wanted to ask you specifically about quarterbacks in the SEC, you know, how they line up this year. In your opinion, I mean, I know Ole Miss is returning. Matt Corral, very productive last year, led the nation in total offense. And I've seen some preseason rankings. I know Cole Kublick came out with his list of quarterbacks and had JT Daniels of Georgia, the Southern Cal transfer, uh, ahead of Corral. And I know that the list from Pro Football Focus has Corral uh, a, a good bit of distance ahead of JT Daniels. SEC quarterbacks uh, overall, Matt, uh, what do you think the group is like? You know, it, it is a good group, Parrish. It's SEC quarterbacks. Uh, it's kind of like JT Daniels said at SEC Media Days last week. You know, if you're playing in this league, you're good. I don't care if you're second string or third string. You're a good football player if you're here. All right, so it's a good group. But you don't – it's largely unknown, right? This is not a year where you're coming back and you have – you know, a Manziel coming back, leading the group, a Dak Prescott coming back, leading the group for his senior year, and these others, it, you know, you don't have a Tua and a and a Fromm like you had those years at Alabama Georgia. So it, it's unknown. But I think what you touched on there, Corral and Daniels, people that understand the position and watched them last year, and last year was a weird year, know, like, the talent is there, okay? This is SEC quarterback class, and they're all really good. And I feel the same way, okay, as far as stacking them up. It's really hard for me to differentiate going into the year between JT Daniels and Matt Corral. Um, but this I know. These are things I know. JT Daniels is legit. He's big time. He's a first-rounder. 
He's six three. He's a lot bigger, taller than you think. He's not as fast as Matt Corral, but you get to a certain point in quarterback where fast doesn't really matter. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's how you move around. And watching him last year, the difference he made for Georgia once he got on the field, and that first one was against State, Parrish, where State's defense goes in there and completely shut down Georgia's run game. Just shut it down. They had like eight yards rushing. And JT Daniels still threw for 400 and something yards, three or four big plays, and won the game because he was 10 of 11 passing on third down. Just this clutch gene and the ability to hit the deep ball, and he didn't even need a run game to go throw for 400. He did the same thing against the same scheme against Cincinnati, a really good football team in a bowl game. So I don't have any doubts what JT Daniels is. Full offseason as a starter. Todd Munkin, a track record of developing pro quarterbacks. He did it at Southern Miss. If you don't, I mean, he can do it at Georgia if he can do it at Southern Miss. So I have no doubts about him. And I don't have any doubts of what Matt Corral is. Um, my opinion, tough, gritty ball player. Uh, will use his legs. You know, he's not as big. What is he, 6'1? Maybe. Um, they may and, you know, yeah, may listen to 6'2. That's plenty big enough. Throws a deep ball as good as anybody in the country and is playing for the right coach. So there's no doubt in my mind he's going to be better. They'll be better. He probably is not going to have that five, six interception game this year like he did last year at some point. You know, So that'll even out a little bit. I don't have any doubt that those two are at the top of the class. But then I would tell you these unknowns, and then I'm a, you know, it's a long answer. Bryce Young at Alabama is – Uber talented, has not played, but it's got the best collection of people around him. Okay. And, and we see what Alabama quarterbacks can do within that team because they have such good players around them. His numbers will be through the roof. They're, they'll, they'll be good, but you know, he won't be the best in the league this year. Uh, Bo Nix at Auburn, tremendous unknown because Bo Nix is an above average athlete with a very talented arm in terms of strength and stuff and finally is going to play in a system that might be a little more conducive to learning how to be a passer in the Malzahn system. You didn't, you just don't learn that. And he didn't. Um, so I don't know what he's going to do. And then the other thing, the outlier and all this quarterback stuff, Parrish, look at what Mike Leach's system does everywhere he goes and has always done. And that is a quarterback jumps up and throws for 4,000 yards at some point and lights everybody up. And so you have a really good group at the top. For me, there's no doubt what JT Daniels and Matt Corral are. I think Daniels, without question, a first-rounder in the NFL people's mind already, whether people are talking about it or not. And there's a few that already think Matt Corral is, and he can play himself into that first round this year. Tell me about the Mike Leach system. Yes, you hit on it. We've seen quarterbacks you never heard of before. All of a sudden, you know, they're like – big names in, in points and yards and uh, just really excelling in that system. So many questions before he arrived at Mississippi State as to whether the Mike Leach system would work in the SEC. They did not put a lot of points on the board last year. What did you observe last year? And, uh, you know, does, does it work? Will it work in the SEC this year? Yeah. You know, it does work and it will work. It began to work at the end of last year, and it's about what you would expect, I think, without a spring and without an offseason. Um, 
it's a little bit of making an excuse, and they didn't make excuses. I guess I'm sort of making one for them. But they went through some stuff last year that the Mike Lee system has never been through, okay, which is no spring practice before the season, no summer gathering and throwing and working on routes like you're supposed to because they wouldn't let them, COVID, hadn't made them stay away until August. And then the third thing is he's never started a true freshman at quarterback before. Last year was the first year he ever did it. Now, he didn't start the year with um, – uh, Will Rogers, but you know, finished with him. So there were all these, you know, think and and sure enough, if you look, uh, take um, Paris, take Jaden Wally as an example, right? He's a, a freshman receiver who's going to be a future big time player for you. He was a true freshman last year. He had no catches in the first game, didn't even show up. The next four or five games, he was like a couple of catches for maybe 30, 40 yards in each game. And then all of a sudden, second half of the year, boom. Georgia, Ole Miss, um, I forget, <laughs> Missouri, Vanderbilt. He had four 100-yard receiving games. Auburn had four 100-yard receiving games in a row. One of those, he set a freshman record in the Egg Bowl. More catches, more yards. Anybody. So I guess what Will Rogers throws for 400 yards, like a set a record for the Egg Bowl. What I saw in the second half of last year is once players start to get it, like, how do I do my job, what they're telling me to do? It just starts to pile up passing numbers. Okay, so if you – without using all your time and just putting every viewer you have asleep, understand that in this system, number one, it's about getting the ball out of your hand on time so you're not holding the football, uh, eliminate sacks, and then number two, the accuracy. And then it's strictly a zone man game. If it's zone and teams are dropping – we in that offense are supposed to be able to do this, dink four yards, five yards, until everybody's sick of it. You can't stop us from completing the four-yard pass. So you've got to come up and play some man, or else we're just going to do it right down the – and when you jump in man, that's when we go over your head, right? Every offense is trying to do that. They do that at Ole Miss. They do it really well at Ole Miss. They just do it in a different way. They're using the run game. They're using motion. They're zone read with a quarterback. They're not doing that to Mike Leach offense. His zone read or, or hitting you underneath is just an extended handoff screen pass. We'll run that four times and make you come up. So that's what leads to the completions. The accuracy must be there. And so that's why I think at State this year, Parrish, in fall camp, you're going to have a legitimate quarterback competition because Abraham is experienced. He's already thrown for 7,000 yards in his career. He was a 70% guy one year at Southern Miss. He played in Tuscaloosa. He played in Starkville against those teams that had better athletes. So you, you just plug him into the competition. You have to consider him. He could go be the guy that gets you up and down the field better. And because Will is so young, if Jack wins a job, they're going to play Jack. I still think Will has an advantage. He's a taller Longer athlete, probably more upside, better athlete when he runs. He's an outstanding leader. Team loves him. He loves the weight room, all those things. But he's brand new. You know, like last year's almost not even a real true freshman year. So if he doesn't win it, they're going to play Jack Abraham, and Will Rogers will have a chance to win it in the future. That said, I wouldn't be surprised at all if, you know, Will Rogers is ahead from day one and just stays there. Matt, uh, the state fans and other state people that I know described Will Rogers last year as the quarterback of the future. 
I thought it was odd that uh, that Jack Abraham would come into this environment. But uh, mm-hmm. as you explained the offense, I know those are Jack Abraham's strengths. Okay, I know accuracy in a short game, he does really well in those. I don't think Jack Abraham comes into an environment for his last year of college football where he believes that uh, that he won't play, that he won't have an opportunity. I think he at least right. believes he'll have an opportunity as you're, you're saying here, uh, to, to win the job. Is that kind of a look? I mean, it mm-hmm. sounds like you think it's a, it's a real competition. This is not about uh, – this is not a, a Mike Leach production, so to speak, that uh, they're fixing to have in camp. I, I, absolutely, Paris. You know, and you've, you've covered a lot of different um, categories of quarterback competitions, right? I mean, you were there when Coach O's – before they even practice said Brent Shavers is starting quarterback. <laughs> you know, you, you were there for that. So that's on one end of the spectrum. You, you were there in those late nineties. you like, we go into camp when I was playing and one year I'm the starter, I get benched. Wayne starts playing. He takes us to the championship game, right? The next year you're hearing whispers of there's a competition. Why it's back in there pushing, you know, you've seen everything on the spectrum. I think you're nailing this, especially when you look at Mike Leach's track record. You know, it's not a, you know, hey, I'm going to show everybody how old school of a coach I am. We're going to have a real competition. No, it's just everywhere he's ever been. He didn't care if you're like a, a six five freshman or a six foot tall transfer senior Gardner Minshew. He just doesn't care. We're going to practice, and then we'll get a couple of weeks into it and start to see which one of you is getting us up and down the field a little more. And then let's take it into the third week when they're the reps down to two guys. Now these two guys right up to the first game if this guy over here is the one who's getting us in the end zone more in practice, we're just going to play that guy. And Oh, by the way, once we start playing you, you're the guy there's, we're going to play that guy. And he's always approached it that way. And he's, he's going to approach it that way here. It's just, you have to do that when you got receivers working their fannies off um, to get open, to run routes states, Mike Leach's system, the receivers run more than any group of receivers in the country in preseason camp. And when your team's working that hard, they know who the best quarterback is. By the time you're two and a half, three weeks into the year, they know who the best one is, and you better play that guy. And that's why I say, yeah, Abraham's got a chance. If he goes and does it in fall camp, they'll play him. 